Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second ever episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. We have another awesome episode for you guys today. Lots of girl gossip, lots of trade deadline talk, and um, a little bit of a surprise at the end. Sarah and I now have a burner account, and we are Bronx Kitty stands. So, uh, yeah, let's have a great show. Let's go. It's Saturday. Yeah. Gonna talk a little bit, sip a little bit. Sarah, Kendra, I see you ladies. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. Uh. <laughs> Looking like you just graduated. Woo. Coming from a place that y'all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. Woo. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. Woo. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. Woo. And I like it. Show me a place I can buy it. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Saturdays and Seltzers. My name is Kendra Middleton, and I am joined by my freaking fantastic co-host, Sarah Griffin. What's up, Sarah? Long time no talk, aka like an hour, because I blow up your phone constantly. Well, I always feel bad because I'm like, I'm one of those people, you know, those boys that like you'll text them like a bunch of stuff and they'll always respond to the last thing. I'm that person. You are literally <laughs> like texting a guy. I swear to God, <laughs> I text Sarah like 40,000 times in a row and I don't feel bad doing it because it's like always like shit that actually needs to be answered. Yeah. But I feel like it's like you're texting my ex-boyfriend who never checked his phone. It's like 40,000 texts in a row with like 10 different questions and you'll be like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, sorry, I'm busy. And I'm like, dude, I know you're busy, but I'm not going to stop texting you because I am that girlfriend. Oh, no. It's I'm like, I hope she understands. I feel like some people take it the wrong way. They're like, I hope I'm not annoying her. I was like, no, I think Kendra knows. She's not annoying me. I'm just an idiot with my phone. And then I'll come back like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and we're ADHD AF. And it's like, I know that you'll get back to me when it matters. And it's like, I, I don't worry about you missing anything. But I also don't feel bad about texting you a million times in a row. Because it's like, what are you going to do? Get Fire me? What are you going to do, Sarah? Fire me? You're off the pod. Yeah, <laughs> I'm one off the pod. Show now. You you texted well, me too much. <laughs> you texted me too much. Okay, so I think obviously we have a fucking show about seltzers, and I already told you what I'm drinking today, so I'm gonna ask you yes. first because I know my conversation about mine is gonna be a thousand times longer. Oh yeah, well definitely longer because mine's the same as last week. I'm still riding off those Bud Light seltzers. Still with the blue raspberry. Sorry, you can never enjoy them. I promise you they're good. Stay like 10 feet away from me at all times. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've actually, that is like my biggest fear. So I went on like a date last week and this boy, I told him that I had allergies and he was like, okay, cool. Like he had a peanut allergy. It was fine. And so we go to the bar and he's like, yeah, can I get an Aperol spritz? And I like tap him on the shoulder and I'm like, mm, 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 nope, you can't, you can't do that. At, nope. No Aperol spritz um, unless you want me to like die, which like fine, whatever. I'm cool with it. But like I can't. That's not how I want to go out. Not at all. Okay. No. All right. So we we already dove into this a little bit. I am drinking potentially the most basic bitch seltzer of the summer. It's a lover boy. And I've never had it. So I'm going to give you. Like, They're so drink. good. Which ones have you yeah, had? Need- I've had like, you know what the best one is? I had it recently this summer. The orange chai one. Tastes really good. Kind of almost tastes like a Moscow mule. But then I also like the peach iced tea one. 
the hibiscus one what's that one the lemonade one yeah i have the lemonade one i was gonna give like a little bit of like one sip asmr i don't know if that's like a thing still but like I'm yeah no her. give us a one sip this is my lover boy virginity Ooh. okay it tastes like an adult twee like a twee that like a 30 year old should be enjoying if that makes sense. I would say, like, one that doesn't have a ton of sugar that's going to give you, like, a killer hangover. Yeah. That's kind of what it tastes like. Yeah, it's, like, kissed with ginger. Sexy. But, like, yeah, it definitely <laughs> tastes the ginger more than the lemonade. I feel like I'm No, that was the thing. That one doesn't really taste like lemonade to me, so I didn't really love it. No, but it's, like, kind of disgustingly easy to drink to the point where I'm, like, mm, am I going to get, like, accidentally fucked up? <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm going to see how many of these I can put down in our hour, like, recording on Zoom because that's all we get. So we got to make this happen. They go down easy, so. They do. Okay. I do think that we have some, like, thank yous to give out, though, because I cannot get over the reaction from our first episode. Like, have you calmed down or like have the notifications stopped pouring in? Because honestly, I think that we have the best fans in the game and we're only one episode in. The Twitter notifications are just all day long. And I'm like, where are they even like finding us right this second? (laughs) Saturdays and seltzers be bussin'. Stop. Whoever that is, shout out to, I think his name's Anthony. Yeah. Shout out to him specifically. Can he be our tweet (laughs) of the week? (laughs) Everything's bussin'. Anthony and Red Sox fan be bussin'. <laughs> In all capital letters, always with some emojis. The enthusiasm is always there. He doesn't miss. He don't miss. <laughs> he don't miss. Okay. Um, we might as well just like start with the tea this week because we kind of teased it. Not even the Boston tea, just our own tea because we kind of teased it and people were like, hmm, what is happening? Um, so... If you don't follow us on social media, which you should on Instagram at Saturdays and Seltzers and Twitter, Satin Seltzers Pod, Sarah and I went to a Noka Seltzers event last weekend um, and met up with some of my friends there, had an awesome time. And then our friend Steve and our friend Jason met us out at Lucky's to watch KR, the guy who did our podcast intro music perform. And we had, to say the least, a pretty fucking insane night. Like, to say the least. <laughs> I need to know, okay, I'll get into my shenanigans in a minute because I feel like that Cardi B TikTok where she's like, I've been dying to talk about it for a fucking hot minute because I feel like I have been dying to talk about it for a hot yeah, minute. Yeah, you have. What was this nonsense when I went outside to talk to that guy where you were like, nope, I don't want this because Jason won't shut up about it and I feel like it's some inside joke that I'm just not a part of. Yeah, I say those like 10 minutes that you weren't there, me and Jason made memories last a lifetime. You just, you're not a part of them. So. <laughs> sorry (laughs) okay I need to know what happened so you were outside waiting for whoever whoever that guy was and me and Jason are just like standing by the bar talking whatever just shooting the shit and this guy comes up to me and he's like oh like how's it going I was like oh pretty good how about you you know he was okay not not anything to write home about and I was just like whatever kind of like brushing off trying to talk to Jason still and then he was like, oh, like, how's your night going? I was like, fine. It's going good. He goes, yeah, me too. I was like, awesome. Sick and then story, dude. Start, again, turn away. And he goes to me, I'm still talking to Jason. He goes, is this your boyfriend? <laughs> I'm. So, you already know I'm so bad at lying. And I just go into an <laughs> instant panic. And I just, like, stare at this kid blankly for, like, five seconds. Then I turn to Jason. I'm just like, I don't want this. <laughs> He's like... 
okay like okay and then i turned around, i was like yeah <laughs> oh he's like all right and he's like have a good night then i guess and i was like uh-huh you too and we like move away and five seconds later he's like right there so, like we're talking shit about him like what the fuck was up with that guy? oh <laughs> my god so clearly we are not dating and i'm just like yeah um <laughs> Okay, and I'm so just so bad at lying. So you are the worst liar. So I was about to say, <laughs> do you remember? So we went out and Sarah tweeted something about like being nice and me being the mean one. And I haven't told you this yet because I was waiting for your reaction in this moment. So the way that this whole tweet started was because Sarah and I were sitting at the bar, wait, like watching the Red Sox <laughs> over our bartenders. And we're maybe like six inches apart, shoulder to shoulder. And this guy comes in and like sticks his elbow in between me and Sarah and is like pushing her out of the way. And I'm literally staring at this guy like I'll fucking kill him. And his friend like tells him to like (laughs) chill out a little bit. And then his friend after that starts talking to me, whatever. And he like gives me his number. And I like he wasn't like hot enough for me to like do anything about it. So I was just like, whatever. And I was getting in an elevator the next morning to leave where I stayed and I look up and he is in that fucking elevator, Sarah. Wait, the guy that gave you, you didn't tell me any of this. I know because I wanted to tell you right here, right now. He was literally like, he was in the same elevator as me moving his friend in and I texted him and I was like, hey, like, were you in an elevator across from Fenway just now? And he was like, oh, my God, yeah. Like, maybe I could see you outside of an elevator sometime. And I was just like, I'm going to crawl in a hole. Okay, thanks. <laughs> but the real team. Well, he was nice. He was he so was nice. nice. Shout out, Peter. You're an OG. Um, you're a nice boy. Uh, but anyways, not a nice boy was freaking Chaz. So I'm an idiot and texted the wrong person to meet up with us that night and accidentally texted this Chaz kid. And red flag name is Chaz. Oh, my God. I know. Well, that's what I said to him. I was like, your name's really Chaz. And he was like, yeah, my mom wanted me to grow up to be a douchebag. And I was like, oh. And so it worked. It did work. But so Chaz and so Chaz (laughs) shows up and is like okay, well, I can't get in, so meet me outside. So I'm like, all right, I'll go outside and see if I can get you in, whatever. And so go outside, like, it's packed, so I get a stamp, and then eventually we get him in. And he is a total freaking catfish, like an absolute catfish. And you know this, because I showed him, your, I showed our whole table when he left his profile, and I was like, six foot my ass. And, and he's so- cute on there. He was so cute on Hinge and he was just not six feet tall, which like is fine. But like he also just did not look the same. He looked more like kind of like, I don't know, outdoorsy nature granola boy online. And so I like look at you guys and I'm like, he's a total catfish. And Sarah, like as she does, it's like, oh, my God, like, let's go to the bathroom. And my dumbass, being a good friend. <laughs> yes. And my dumbass didn't realize that this was like, a, oh, my God, let's go to the bathroom and talk about it. And so I find us a table and I walk back to our friends, Jason and Steve. And I'm like, hey, we found a table, whatever. And I see Chaz like talking to these two girls and I like look over at him and he doesn't even acknowledge the fact that I'm standing there and even though I got him in VIP you fucking dickwad and so the boys like follow us over to this table and they sit down and they're like you know like the second you walked away he was hitting on these two girls blah 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 like yada yada and I was like okay like 
that's all I need to know. Like that's, that's done for me. And so he comes back and sits down with us and starts like talking to me. And I'm like, Hey, listen, like, I'm just really not interested. And he was like, what do you mean you're not interested? And I was like, I saw you talking to those girls. Like I just, I'm not the kind of girl where a guy shows up to see me and starts giving other girls attention. And he's like, well, that's just like, they were ugly. And I was like, I don't really care if they were fucking the hottest girls to ever walk the planet. That's not my vibe. And he was like, well, that's just like what happens when you go to the bathroom and you go out with someone. And I was like, once again, I don't really give a shit. Like, I'm not that kind of girl. And he was like, well, did your friends tell you that? And I was like, yeah, they did. And I saw it with my own two eyes. And he was like, well, they're not really your friends. They just want to fuck you. And I got, like, the absolute, like, crazy, like, killer, like, I will fucking end you vibes. And I think that he, like, saw that. And he was like, should I leave? And I was like, you should absolutely fucking leave. And then we had the merriest night ever. It was the best time ever. We are the four best friends to ever live. It just took us, like, cutting out Chaz and, like, trimming the fat. But, like... Here we are. And now we're going to a red game this weekend. So can we backtrack for a second? I know he's like, well, that's what happens when you go to the bathroom. (laughs) I was like, do I look like, do, do I look like. Because you left for like 30 seconds. We didn't even go in the bathroom. We found that table and turned around. Like, are you, do I look like the kind of girl? No. And honestly, I'm so far out of your league not to be that bitch because I don't believe in that shit, but like kind of. Like Chaz, thanks. I would say his name. Let's go back. His name's Chaz, so you're allowed to say it. That's yeah, totally oh my- allowed. Yes, yes. Your name is Chaz. Fuck off. Like you're six foot my ass, bro. Imagine he listens to this. Right to He's gonna listen to this and be like, "What the fuck? I'm just put on blast for like ten minutes." <laughs> we made the memories of a lifetime. It was perfect. It was Me, a great Sarah. time. I had a great time. I had the best time the best time <laughs> kr is a dream okay we He's so we, cool we had the best time with the best peeps it was a i had a gratin when i was chicka crit i would do it again but we just had to like you know cut Chaz out of our life even though he wasn't the person i meant to text in the first place but we had that reservation on sunday at four and I just, like, never, like, we never even spoke again. There was never nothing once I told him he should fucking leave. Like, that was it. Yeah, I kind of figured that's what happened. I was like, mm, I don't think they're going to go out Sunday. No. <laughs> I don't think we need to follow up on that. I think that's, that's No, done. it's so funny, too, because, like, when he texted me the first time after I gave him my number, he was like, hey, we have a reservation at four on Sunday at Lolita. Can you be there? And I was like, that's hot. Like, I don't like the like, well, what do you want to do today? I don't know. What do you want to do today? Bullshit. It's like, tell me where, tell me when, and I'll be there. That shit's hot. So I was like, all right, cool. Like nature, nature boy, Chaz. Okay, whatever. (laughs) And then he shows up and it's an absolute D bag. And I'm like, hmm, you really just can't have it both ways. Can you heard that? Shannon name's Chaz. I'll never, touch, I'll never touch anyone named Chaz ever again. You are ruined for me. I'm sorry if your name is Chaz and you're my soulmate. Fuck off. Hopefully that's the only one. There can't be more than there can't be that many out there. So, yeah, I mean, he was like, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm like the third in my family. So I couldn't be Chip. I couldn't be Charles. It had to be Chaz. And I was like, well, mm, mm, I wish he was not Chip. Really ruined that for you. I wish he was Chip. <laughs> but anyways, sports. <laughs> um, sports, yeah. We have a lot, a lot on our plate today, Sarah. Like we a do. lot has happened and we're saving the best for last. So if you don't stay till the end to hear what we have to talk about, you can absolutely piss off. But I know you're probably dying to talk about the MLB trade deadline. 
Oh, now that's I've been dying to talk about for a hot I've been minute. I've been dying <laughs> that's to talk about for a fucking hot minute. I'm just gonna put that audio <laughs> randomly throughout this entire episode because now I have a YouTube downloader and I'm like, hmm, where can I throw this? That's okay. applicable in many places. Okay, Everywhere, let's get into it. We were so wrong, so wrong <laughs> about all of it. I don't know if we got one prediction. <laughs> are we are are people getting free furniture? Because I'm starting to think no. We might be like the new Bob Nightingale of like podcasting, where everything we say is just the opposite's gonna happen. So maybe we should just start saying really, you, you don't know Bob Nightingale? No, no, no. I'm just saying I don't want to be that podcast, but I feel like we're there and you just jinxed us. No, we're hell. already. Well, too bad. Here we are. This is who we are now. So let's just start saying really bad things so the opposite happens. Okay. Can we talk about <laughs> how many people hit home runs for their new teams on their first day on their new teams? That was fucking insane. And, like, all former Cubs. I feel so bad for Cubs fans. I don't like Cubs fans as, like, a Brewers fan. I feel so fucking bad for them. So bad. So bad. I'm surprised the city of Chicago is not on fire. By the end of the day of the trade deadline Friday, I had to go back. I was like, who is on the Cubs? I was like, I generally don't know who is left on that team. I mean, you can kind of relate, though, because, like, think about when the Sox lost Mookie and JBJ and everyone, and, like, people were literally like, mm, what is happening? And now the Red Sox are playing really well, even though they, like, basically have a brand new team from what it was a couple seasons ago. So, like, I'm hoping that that's what's going to happen for Cubs fans. But, like, holy crap, I would be distraught if that were the Giants. See, I feel like with the Red Sox, at least it was, like, piece by piece it came like by far the biggest blow is Mookie that I'm still not over that I don't think I'll ever be over Mookie I don't think there will be a day where I'm okay with that but at least with it I'm like okay they got their world series which the Cubs did get their world series with that team but the blow just came all at once and it was just like all of a sudden it's like obviously they're building for the future like it's all very calculated moves and whatnot and again as Bruce fans I don't really want to see them be successful but I think they will obviously but I don't know. Seeing it all crumble down like that, especially when they won the World Series in 2016, that was not that long ago. Just to see how quickly things can change is that's depressing for any sports fan. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like I I remember when the Jaguars defense fell apart that we had when we played against the Patriots in the AFC championship game where Miles Jack was not down and Blake Bortles should have gone to the Super Bowl. But anyways. I remember like what that was like to watch that def- that defense, one of the best defenses probably like the NFL has seen maybe mm-hmm. ever, maybe, but at least in the last like decade, you know what I mean? It was just insane yeah. as a fan to watch that team fall apart. But it's like, I, I, I have faith in our rebuilding and our rebranding, but it's so hard sometimes as a fan to watch that happen and like watch the team that you've been so sold on. You've bought those jerseys. You've gone to those games just to watch all of that fall apart, especially in a city like Chicago that, I mean, they their sports teams are hurting right now. Not like hurting in like, I mean, they've got talent, but it's like, yeah, holy crap, they haven't done a lot in a long time. Like, look at Bears fans. Straight up, rebuilding's a bitch. Like, I feel like as a sports fan, everyone knows, like, it's necessary. You're going to have to deal with it at some point. There is no, like, I know, like, again, I'm one of those people, I try and make everything as optimistic as possible, especially when it comes to I'm like, if you're in that position, it's so hard to twist to be like, oh, well, a few years down the road, maybe in like 2026, 20, we could be world. Series. I'm like, 
no, I'm about right now and I'm fucking miserable right now. It's my <laughs> and I'm money gonna complain. and I need it now. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. complain. I'm going to bitch. Like, I'm going to tweet at these sports social teams, even though I know they have nothing to do with it. I'm so sorry. It's the social media managers. No, Trade just- deadlines must be the worst day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You and I both are, like, just so unhinged on Twitter. It's like, I'm so sorry for whoever's reading this, but I'm fucking pissed, and I don't know who else to take it out on. Other than your Twitter well, just, you and know whoever's that? running your social Literally. media. That, like, eye emoji, lip emoji, eye emoji. I feel like that's how social media managers, like, look when, fuck you, how dare you fucking <laughs> trade them away? And they're just like, I, I, I just tweet. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I'm just the messenger. Fine. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just trying to make that check. Sorry. Yeah. She's got rent. I got rent to pay. I got kids to feed, that whole thing. But okay, so if you had to rate the Red Sox, what would you say? Because I know how I feel about Chris Giant. Oof, you're so fucking lucky. <laughs> uh, I love that he's being called that. I think that it's so funny. I have his Cubs jersey and I'm like, hmm, upgrade. And he looks so good in the Giants color suit. Okay, okay, let me think here. Red he Sox reading. He didn't age well, though. He used to be so sexy. Really? I think he looks good. It's the hairline for me. Mm, oh, see, I've only seen him re- recently with the hat on. Mm, yeah, okay. there's some pictures on the Giants social media, and I was like, damn, he used to be such a heartthrob. <laughs> Does that mean? He's still a heartthrob. He's still, for his age, he's looking good. For his age, okay. that's my favorite compliment. It's like, yeah, for his age, he's hot. So backhanded. Sorry, Chris Bryant. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was mean. <laughs> I think, yeah, he's okay. like in his early 30s. Like, mm. Yeah, I was like, he's young. Okay. Mm-hmm. Red Sox trade deadline. I want to give it a C. Flat C. Okay, explain. Okay. Love Schwarber move. Think it's great. I, the bullpen additions, uh, not too keen on. I think they're all right. I don't really think they bring anything special. It's nice to have them, I guess. You know, you can only bring out the same arms so many times. I would have liked someone maybe a little flashier than those two, but whatever. But then I just think, I'm like, okay, we have Chris Sale coming back. We have Christian Arroyo coming back. Like, all the big additions, I feel like, for the Red Sox aren't even ones that we got at the trade deadline. It's just they're on the onset, so it kind of feels like a trade deadline acquisition. Obviously, Chris Sale is the biggest one there. But I am super excited for Kyle Schwarber. I wish that we made... I'm sorry to do this to you, Bobby Dahlbeck. <laughs> to the Bobby Dahlbeck stance, I really, really, really wanted Anthony Rizzo. I love you, I Bobby! Really, I really wanted to stop watching. He's so cute. I love looking at him, but I'm so tired. Of <laughs> Just not at bad. first base. <laughs> I would say, I'm tired of his face, to be honest. Okay, so... He's not even bad at first base. Not even bad at first base. Just batting i can't do it anymore i've had yeah enough. i saw some insane stats about his at bats the other day and i was just like oof but okay so walk me through <laughs> where you were and what you were doing when you found out that rizzo was gonna be a fucking yankee okay well you saw i'm not everyone follows me on instagram i posted an instagram poll probably an hour before anthony yes, rizzo we were talking <laughs> about getting our jordan's furniture clip up early <laughs> hour before that first tweet came out like oh Anthony Rizzo the Yankees I'm like, is Anthony Rizzo going to be on the Red Sox yes no and then I posted this picture of again Anthony Rizzo when he's in the Red Sox uniform from way back when and I like you voted no I was like this bitch I'm gonna roast her next week when he is on the Red Sox I'm like 
look at that i have receipts and all these people i was i kendra i should you know i was taking screenshots of everyone that said no so i could go back and ask you all like haha fuck you and then i got that notification as i was screenshotting the new badge i was like should i delete my story you fucked up I was so convinced. See, because I, like, I was still all in at that point, even though the rumors were leading against it about Scherzer. I was like, okay, well, like, if we, we're going to get one or the other, it's not, well, not we. I'm not, uh, I mean, I'm, like, kind of a Red Sox fan. I, I don't know. Anyways, fuck it. So I was just kind of like, all right, well, we're not going to get both, but, like, maybe, like, the, mm, I don't know. And then I saw that, and I was just like, I feel like Sarah is digging her grave right now. See, last week... At the beginning of the week, when we recorded, I was like, oh, I don't know if we'll get Rizzo or Scherzer. Like, I'm sure we'll get one or the other, blah, blah, blah. But by the day, time that the Scherzer trade came out and the Rizzo trade came out, I had convinced myself not only were we getting one, but we were getting both. To the point that one of my friends texted me, like, you need to cut this shit. You sound so delusional on Twitter right now. Like, Max up. Scherzer and Chris Sale and Anthony Rizzo. They're like, No. You're not getting that. <laughs> I was like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Oh, man. <laughs> also, I have to let you know what just happened to me because it was the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. I'm sitting here and I like put my hand down to pet my dog. And guess what he puts in my hand? And I have absolutely zero idea where he found this because I can't tell you the last time one of these was seen in my house. What? A fucking <laughs> beer pong ball. Where did you, what, where did you find it? My dude knows how to party. Oh my God. Okay. So my roommate had a party last night and I didn't even hear them because I was passed out, but I came home this morning and I was like terrified that he got into a bottle of Malibu. I was like, what is, oh my God. What? Anyways, he was the star (laughs) of the show last week by just barking and I still cut 90% of it out. So there you go. There's your Jackson clip of the week. I don't know where he found this, but he's staring at me like a dummy. I like, I have to take a video of this. This is hilarious. Um, Stan Jackson. But yeah, so as far as the Giants go, I can't. He's just staring at me like a total <laughs> dummy. Like, look at this. <laughs> just the mouth out. <laughs> Oh my god. But um yeah, I I like I didn't think that Chris Bryant was gonna be like a realistic option for us. And then when we got him, I was like, holy crap. And then first at bat to go yard, I was just like, this Chris Giant stuff is everything that I didn't know that I needed, but that I absolutely wanted. See, after fucking Anthony Rizzo, they're like, oh, to the Yankees, I was like, on to Chris Bryant, on to Chris Bryant, as if that was also likely. And then <laughs> once I saw it was the Giants, I was like, okay, for Kendra's sake, and I do like the Giants, I have no issues with them. I'll accept that. That's okay. He can I, go there. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't expecting Schwarber at all. Mm-mm. I kind of, like, forgot about him. I'm glad, like, it's a big get. Like, it's a good get. I think... People are thrown off by the fact that he's still injured and hasn't played a game yet. I think if he played in a game directly after, like, no, that was great trade, blah, blah, blah. But because no one's seen him play in a Red Sox uniform yet, people are into an immediate panic, as they do. <laughs> the chat at him, of him at first base, too, I'm like, hmm. Hmm. I don't. I'm still very unsure about first base. 
he said that he's going to give it a chance. I think he's made one appearance there. <laughs> it doesn't even show up on his baseball reference page. It's just, I think it was like just a matter of something. I don't know. But I guess we'll see. He looks, he built like a first baseman. That's what I, I was like. Well, he has the build. So why not? All right. So since we are like the podcast of jinxing things, apparently, according to you, can you like give me an idea of how you think his season's going to go before it starts? Yes. Since we're, we are on the business of jinxing things, I think he's going to hit no home runs. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't like that, but okay. I'm trying to – as everything I say, the opposite happens. Uh-huh. And he had, what, 25 home runs up to this point? So I'm like, all right, we know he's a home run hitter. He statistically should – fucking mash up Fenway like it's a perfect fit in that aspect so that's in my head that's the vision I have but if people ask me oh I don't know we'll see how it goes I guess yeah well because I asked you last week I was like okay well are you more concerned with pitching or are you more concerned with offensive bats and you were like first base and they kind of in a way, we didn't expect them to fix that problem, fix that problem for both points that we had, just not in a way that I think anyone ever would have seen coming. And the thing is, with Hein Bloom, like, everyone knows he's not, like, he's so freaking smart. Like, you know he knows more than any of us. He knows exactly what he's doing. Like, this was a very calculated move. And, again, probably a few weeks from now, we're going to be like, why did we ever doubt this guy? <laughs> like, we usually do with Hein Bloom. But in the moment, I'm like, why wouldn't you just pick the conventional choice for first base? It's this easy. You fill this guy right here. This guy doesn't fit the mold. Like, freaking mm-hmm. out. But again, Bloom knows it all. All the power to him. He's and definitely going to make me look stupid in a few weeks. Yep. yep. Going to make me look stupid in a few weeks. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. it's I, I mean, like, that's the thing, though, is that he's – we. I don't think the Red Sox fans – have an option but to trust what he's done up until this point because I don't like there's no way that the Red Sox would be where they're at without him I mean he's just like such a mastermind absolutely not especially considering the fact the whole Mookie trade was supposed to start of like a rebuild like we weren't they're not supposed to be good for another couple of years and right now they're in contention to win the AL East in 2021 a year after the Mookie trade no one they were not supposed to be good this year you know Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, why wouldn't we go all in? And I feel like that kind of traces back. Like, we don't want the Dave Dombrowski era again because that's how we got no farm. That's why we're trying to build it up again now. We finally have something. So let's not get rid of it all. Clean house it for a rental for two months, even though at the moment I'm like, I want to win everything right now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's how a lot of fans feel, though. It's like so many people don't know that it's the longest season in professional sports. It's not always Mm -hmm. about like right here, right now. It's such a long season. And, you know, last week when they dropped all of those games in Tampa, it was like fans started to freak out because the trade deadline had just ended and they were like, you know, we're dropping these games. What did we do? Like, what is X, Y, Z? What are we doing? And it's like Heim has gotten the Red Sox team that nobody really expected to be able to be the best team mm-hmm. in baseball to be the best team in baseball okay like we might have dropped a couple games at the trade deadline but that's not the finish line that we're looking at here see i feel like the issue with that whole thing is because i think it's the timing of the trade deadline 
no one expected us to waltz into the trap and take like sweep the rays like the rays are such a freaking good team so good. and they made great moves at the deadline and Kevin whereas Kermit yeah it probably sexy. doesn't oh my god he's so beautiful <laughs> but like i think a lot of people are like oh the rays made all these moves at the trade deadline we barely did anything and then we have to play them immediately at the deadline and then they get swept it's not a great look but did they think that was going to like it doesn't matter who you added. The Rays are a good team. I don't think people understand. Like, you can add whoever the fuck you want. You're still going to lose games. And now that they're on, like, a five-game loss streak, you would think it's the actual end of the world. But it's kind of just, like, the same thing over again as the beginning of the season when with the opening series against Baltimore. And it was, like, season's already over. And we are like, five games in. <laughs> yeah. It's huge. So crazy. Um NHL trade deadline, anything that stands out to you other than a couple of the moves made by the Bruins? I thought that it was a pretty boring trade deadline. The only thing that really came yeah. out of it for me was all of this shit with Evander Kane that we can talk about after we talk about if there was any crazy moves for you. But honestly, like I already talked about Tyler Johnson last week. Like that was like the craziest thing for me. I mean, like people moved, the Kraken got involved. Flurry was probably the biggest move to the Blackhawks that I see from the Golden Knights, which yeah. I wasn't really expecting. But other than that, like, I don't know. I was kind of bored. No, the Bruins, they made, I think they made all the moves that they were supposed to make. Mm-hmm. Nothing, like, too exciting. They didn't sign any, like, huge names, which I think they would. They have what they need right now. Like, they have a core yeah. for their offense and defense. You yeah. just have some spots you have to fill. I don't know. I'm kind of, like, whatever about it. Yeah. I'm content. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of bored. Like I, based off of what was going on with the Olympics and the MLB craziness, I kind of just like this mm-hmm. got put on a back burner for me. And it's like I like honestly, Mark Andre was the craziest trade for me, which I think that it was for a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people were expecting him to see him leave Vegas. Absolutely not. Yeah. No. So like that was the craziest thing for me. But other than that, this was like such a boring NHL trade deadline, and I don't know that if it was actually boring because you know it was boring or just because in the sports world right now that is the last thing on people's minds yeah and the mlb trade deadline was just absolute chaos so it's like how how were people supposed to pay attention to this no i think it was just such bad timing with the mlb trade deadline because this is by far the craziest trade mlb trade deadline that i can remember in a while yeah. i don't know about you yeah no and yes, i'm like absolutely. it's so hard to focus on what's going on at the nhl r- right now i just don't care <laughs> Yeah. I really don't care. I don't care yet. I'll probably just, care once we start the season. We see all these guys are placed. You're like, oh shit, that person got moved. When did that happen? But right now, meh. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing. I don't know if you are into this or if you saw it, but the biggest thing of note for me from the NHL this week was Evander Kane. I guess so. He, yeah, <laughs> I think his ex, soon to be ex wife, has their daughter and is pregnant with their son if I'm not mistaken, and he was accused of, like, not seeing his daughter, not providing for them, like, having his daughter grow up in poverty and being out in Europe and partying while his, like, soon-to-be ex-wife is pregnant, and they're, like, does she doesn't even have money for formula, but he's also, like, I guess being investigated for throwing games, like, betting on games, betting on the Sharks, and, like, all of that kind of stuff, which, I mean, I feel like, Evander Kane is no saint in this league by any means. No. Um, <laughs> at all. And if you know anything about Evander Kane, I'm not going to get into his past just because, like, I feel like it's pretty heavy. Um, yeah. And it's not my place to speak on some of those matters. 
But if you're actually and like his family life isn't my place to speak on at all, unless he was like domestically abusing someone, which I don't think seems to be mm-hmm. the case here. I don't know for sure. But it's like if you are throwing games or betting on your team or betting in general in the NHL, I think that that's absolutely something that they have to look at and look into. Oh, yeah, no. And I know they said they're starting their investigation and whatnot. And, of course, it's kind of a matter of, like, he said, she said to an extent. But absolutely, I'm sure his teammates would have to know more, especially about the, like, throwing games aspect. I'm interested to see how that all pans out and what's going to end up happening with him. Because remember a few months ago, he was, like, dying to fight, was it Jake Paul, Logan Paul, one of the Paul brothers. Yeah, And everyone's like, oh, it's, yeah. And, like, you just want money, like, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, he has a problem. He has a problem. So it's not like this is some, like, crazy, unexpected news. But I think just the fact that it came from his soon-to-be ex-wife who's spilling all this makes it a lot, a lot worse. It's a lot. Yeah, and it's like, don't get me wrong. Like, with when the Sharks picked him up, even with his history, I was like, all right. Like, I don't love the guy. But I kind of like that we have some attitude in the locker room. Because at the time, yeah. we did not have that whatsoever. We had, you know, Jumbo Joe and Pavelski and, like, those kinds of identities in yeah. the locker room. We really didn't have that edge. So it's like, as much as I didn't like him as a person for his infidelity or what have you, I was excited to have that sort of personality in the locker room. But with his past, I'm like, okay, I can kind of see him doing something like this or believing it. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. he just had one of the best seasons of his career. So it's like, I don't really know how the NHL is going to look at this. I mean, obviously there's probably going to have to be some sort of evidence that they'll find or text messages if they even really look into it, which I feel like they have to, but it's like, he did Mm -hmm. have one of the best seasons of his career, but also his track record is kind of like a, Hmm. Yeah. I, cause on the one hand you want to be like, Oh, I hope you want to see him be successful, like despite it all, but things are not looking in his favor. And I feel like we're going to find out more and more. And I don't want to be like, oh, no, like, everyone deserves a second chance. Like, first of all, he's had many chances. Second of all, uh, until, like you said, until we know the full story, we should, we have no right to be speaking on it, I guess. I'm just, I'm nervous to see how it all ends up. Yeah, I'm nervous as a Sharks fan, for sure. It's like, I, I feel like this has just been such a crazy thing. But it's like, how it, how are leagues moving forward going to like maintain this sense of integrity and like players Mm -hmm. betting or like going through someone to bet on games and stuff like that. It's like, we live in such a crazy time where, I mean, aren't the Red Sox trying to put like live betting into the stadium? Oh yeah. Sports betting is not going anywhere anytime soon. It's just on the rise. I feel like there's going to be more issues like this. I'm, mm, this is not a good start though. Like how do you (laughs) keep the integrity? Yeah. It's it's really scary because, I mean, you think about it, like, I don't know what Evander's game checks are like, but it's like these guys are already making so much money that I don't – me personally, I wouldn't risk it. But at the same time, it's like if you're looking at a check that's more than just a game check for you, like, that's kind of insane. Yeah. No, like, you're – and it's not like he's some random player that bounces between the AHL and any – like, he's you're a Evander Green. Like, come on. Yeah. Again, no, totally. don't know what it's all like for him personally, but yeah, it's something. It's a little suspicious. It's a little suspicious. 
suspicious. Um, speaking of a little suspicious, Sarah, should we get into mm-hmm. our Boston Tea Party talk of the week? <laughs> we should. Let's go for it. We have Let's some freaking tea for you this week, people. On our night out this week, Sarah and I, so I had been sort of seeing earlier in the summer um, a pretty predominant name in Boston sports. I'll never date any more athletes. Don't even ask. If you're an athlete, get the fuck out of here. But I had been seeing this guy, and a couple weeks ago, he texted me, and he was, well, not even, like two weeks ago, he was like, hey, like, come over, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I can't. Like, I'm leaving for vacation, like, whatever. And a couple days later, he posts a picture with a girlfriend. And I was like, huh, okay, got it. And so Sarah and I went out this weekend, and I saw this girl. And she stops me in the crowd, and she's like, you're so pretty, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, you gay? And she was like, no. And I was like, well, that's too bad. If you were, that would have been a lot better. And she's like, well, you know, like for you, like blah, blah, blah. She's like, can I give you my number? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I'll give you my number. And she gives me her number. And the next morning, I like open my phone and I'm like scrolling through my Instagram or whatever. And she had messaged me and I was like, holy crap, this is his girlfriend that I was (laughs) nervous about. Either they have this, like, she had no idea who I was, like, zero. Like, he played it really well. Yeah. But I was like, holy crap, they have the same taste in women. Like, you both are you trying have to, to admire each other with the same person. <laughs> I kind of admire it. I like that. For them. <laughs> I'm like, is this for real? Like, this can't be serious. You guys have the same taste in people? Like, they're compatible. I mean, I mean, open relationships are the new thing, man. But like, damn, because she had like neither of them knew anything. I didn't know. She didn't know. He didn't know. And the fact that ju- that just happened to be her that we saw out is insane. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I would just like to say that if you are a large sports name in Boston or a girlfriend, do better, be better. Period. Mic Period. drop. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to talk about Tristan Thompson and the Kardashians. Then that trade kind of is up in the air still. We were like, that's some Boston tea because the Kardashians are going to be getting out of Boston. I texted you the next morning when that happened. And I genuinely want to know what your response was because I was with Jason. And I was like, Jason, you are not going to believe who that girl was. I like... I feel like I didn't put that together at the time. <laughs> and this is like all like, I'm soaking it all in now. Like, oh, this all lines up more now. Okay. <laughs> I was just so shook after everything we had been through that night for me to wake up the next morning and be like, no way was that this man's girlfriend. Because he'd been like, he took me out. He courted me. Like I met his friends. He courted me. He, he courted me. And then for that to happen, I was just like, men really do be out here not giving a flying fuck. Like, not even one single fuck to give. You kind of have to admire it, honestly. Honestly, I kind of do, because, like, there's no way she doesn't know. I wish I could be, like, carefree and just, they won't find out. First of all, girls, find out everything. She won't find out. Yep. Don't ever make that mistake. But I'm like, 
I feel like they know that too. So I'm like, nah, let's just try it anyways. All girls. <laughs> let's just see what happens. Agents. We all know. Yep. Okay, so all right. So let's let's put it this way. Who is your number one like Boston sports crush? Like if if every single pro, if, if every single pro athlete in Boston asked you on a date right now, who would be the one you would say yes to? Are we like, can I say one? If even if he has a girlfriend, like say his girlfriend yeah. wasn't in the picture. Mm-hmm. Okay, Charlie McVoy. I love Charlie McVoy. Okay, <laughs> shout out Charlie. Um, okay, so like let's say that you and Charlie are dating. And he okay. like took he like took another girl out and like she met his friends and stuff. Would you be like, oh, he's Charlie McAvoy? Like, I don't care. Or would you still care? Oh, I would care. Okay, <laughs> me so too. Care. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, I don't care. I would so care. Yeah, I'm like, I don't care who you are. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I am not. I don't. <laughs> mm, girl, I can be crazy. My 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 fucking southern side will show with like, oh my god, with shit like that. I'll have a fucking rolling pin in my hand making biscuits, and if you come through that door, <laughs> bitch, you better watch out. <laughs> like I swear to Making God, I'll put hot sauce in everything of yours that you own. But yeah, that's our Boston tea of the week. Thought it was pretty piping hot. So, ladies in Boston, I know that our male listening percentage. What was it, Sarah? Like seventy six percent male. <laughs> no, it was straight up like ninety three percent. I was like, are you kidding me? Because then other people are like, yeah, I like that. There's girl talking. I'm like, then why is it mainly men listening to? This? I know, because so many are are like, yes, like, girls in sports, yes. And then Sarah looks like, at did you face. listen? Like, None did you actually men listen? listening. So if I'm listening to something, like, oh, these bitches just bitching about men. <laughs> Which is so but they listen funny. through. Oh, my they God. the whole thing. But if you are that 10% of girls listening to our podcast, do not trust men in Boston. Men ain't shit. Um, and we are canceling dating pro athletes. Unless you're Bobby Dahlbeck, call me. Bobby Dahlbeck, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even care if he's in Worcester. I'll wear a Woo Sox jersey. I'm like, mm. <laughs> pro athlete. Well, he's definitely a pro athlete. I- I'm so mean to him. He- he's great. He's awesome. I don't care <laughs> if Bobby worked construction. That ass is still cute. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, he's going to be like, this girl is crazy. <laughs> Anyways, talking about cute butts, Sarah, you've got to get on the soccer grind because I want to talk about the Gold Cup so bad. But your Twitter killed me about soccer talk. I thought it was the Olympics. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck are these? I was like, everyone's this into Olympic soccer? Like, and then they're like, this isn't the Olympics. This is the gold. I was like, that sounds like fucking Harry Potter. Like, is this Quidditch? <laughs> like, what the fuck like, are you talking about? Gold Cup. You were like, CONCACAF. What What does that even mean? You were like. That just sounds like a made up word. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the men trying to mansplain soccer and your DMs who were like, the Confederation of North Central and Caribbean Association football is one of blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay. She's if she really wanted to do that research, I am confident that Sarah is competent enough to figure it out. First of all, fuck you. She works in sports, but like whatever. Thanks. (laughs) But like your Twitter absolutely killed me because I was sitting here like taking my shirt off, running around my living room screaming because this is so big for USA soccer for us to beat 
like Mexico with basically our B team, I was like, this is where more players are going to Europe. USA is amazing. It's coming home. We're going to win the fucking World Cup, even though I know that's a like that's that's a (laughs) fucking lie. I know that's a lie. But I was sitting here like, yeah, like ripping my shirt off. And you're just like, what is everyone going on about? Well, meanwhile, my mentions, it's like that meme. I was just like going, because people write like paragraphs on paragraphs. I just wanted to be like, I ain't reading all that. Happy for you. Or sorry that happened. Though. I'm like, like you said, I could go on Wikipedia. I could go Google something right now. I'm like, I taught myself fucking pro lacrosse in like a week. If I wanted to learn soccer, I would have done it by now. And I could have done it right then and there. But I was like, eh, I'm okay. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, we're going to take you to, me and the boys are taking you to a Revs game this week. And we will absolutely do a recap of that on episode three. So listen in if you like soccer, because Sarah's going to know the damn rule book by the time next week rolls around. Thanks to the soccer expert. Yes. Soccer expert. Our soccer expert. But I was (laughs) cracking up at the people who were like trying to mansplain this stuff to you. And I'm just like, can you guys not? Like, she definitely would know soccer if (laughs) she like. If I wanted to. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I love how I research for a living. I absolutely. got it. I got it. I <laughs> and after the women's team in the Olympics lost to Canada the other day, people were like, "Oh my god, the men's team like fuck the women's team." Blah blah blah. I was like, the women's team has been far more successful all time than the men's team could dream to be in the next twenty years. So you know what? Sit down and shut up. See, that made me mad because even I knew that, that the women's team's, like, exponentially better. And all these people are like, I'm like, okay, just say you're sexist and go. Like, it's weird that you're actively rooting against your country's team just because you want to see these women fail. That's fucking weird of you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, the women's team is, du- the women's team in the last, like, less than 10 years has done more than the men's team could dream of in 20. Yeah. It's, it's just, I don't understand how these people still feel that way. Losers. 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 Women's sports, baby. But speaking of the Olympics, I am so... We talked about Simone Biles last week, but I am so fucking proud of that bitch. It's unreal. Unreal. Oh, I'm so happy for her. Me too. I really feel like, yeah, she didn't win gold, but like, fuck all of you. She was dealing with everything she was going through on a a fucking public world platform and still was Mm -hmm. like yeah suck my dick i'm gonna win bronze and i hope all of you fat fucks at home shut up like phenomenal phenomenal job she's she's amazing i've just been following all her tweets and her posts and she's so like grateful you know so humble and i'm like oh my god if i had to deal with the amount of shit this girl has gone through just in the last two weeks yeah i could barely handle my own freaking twitter let alone be an olympic athlete having all these crazy people coming at you no thanks yeah i want to read her direct quote off of espn's post today she said at the end of the day you have to be a little bit more mindful of what you say online because you have no idea what these athletes are going through as well in their sports which is absolutely true like you and i mentioned earlier that we're the first people when trades happen or whatever to jump on and like at people on social media but i don't think people understand what it's like when you actually go after athletes i don't remember whose wife it was recently some pitcher who oh yeah yeah who was that 
And his wife came out and was like, the death threats to my family and my husband who had a bad day at work are unacceptable. It's so, so true. And I feel like we see statements like those from people's, like, spouses especially every few weeks because people go crazy and they'll post, like, screenshots of, like, their Instagram comments. Like, not even the actual athletes. Like, their wife, their kids. Like, oh, fuck your husband. Like, I'm going to fucking kill you and your whole family. Relax. Could you imagine? Relax, you absolute psychopaths. Could you imagine? Because I I can't. I think I would straight up just slog off the internet forever. I could not handle that at all. I'd kill someone, and you know it. Yeah. (laughs) I'd find them on LinkedIn and ruin their lives. But it's like, I just, like, like, I'm not the bigger person sometimes, and I can't even imagine, especially if someone came after my kid. Like, I imagine, like, when people at the dog park are, like, mad at Jackson for, like, stealing the ball from their dog, and I'm like, they're fucking dogs. Like, I'll end you right now. Like, if you came from my actual, literal human child, I think that I, yeah. I just, no. Rightfully so. I don't know how those people don't get angrier, to be honest. I don't think that I could have social media if I was, like, in, in that position. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely not. That's why, especially, like, I know, like, a few people, like, they're like, oh, yeah, a lot of pro athletes during, like, the playoffs – They'll, like, delete all their social media apps just because they don't want to go. They don't want to go name searches. I'd be so tempted to search my name, honestly. One, if I had a good game, but especially if I had a bad game, just because that's the type of, I'm like, what's everyone saying about me? Why do they all hate me? I could not handle that. So I guess a lot of them do delete their apps, which I don't blame them. I would not be able to do that. No. And it's, like, at that point, like, I'm making enough money that I don't care about having an image or a brand because I've already done that for myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I just, I don't think that I, I don't think that I could ever, like, thank God I'm over pro athletes because of obvious reasons now, but like, I, I couldn't do it unless it was Bobby mm-hmm. Dalbeck. <laughs> Bobby, if you're listening. Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> Did you see the thing I tweeted a couple weeks ago and I was like, damn it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. I want to give out a shout out to Caleb Dressel too in the Olympics representing Duval. Well, um, the second coming of Michael Phelps, him and his wife, Megan, I went to, I grew up with his wife, Megan, and he's from Jacksonville and it's like, they're just the cutest thing I've ever seen. I hope Microsoft makes like a commercial out of them, like virtually embracing after he won that fifth <laughs> gold medal. I was just like, Oh my God, I'm crying in the club. Who's chopping onions. <laughs> um, All right, lastly, before we get to our absolute favorite thing of the week, we have our troll tweet DM of the week. Sarah, what do you have for me? Okay, my favorite, which actually came yesterday, I had the audacity to tweet that I liked Space Jam. I went and saw Space Jam 2 last night. Damn it, I want to see it so bad. How was it? I loved it. I also love, like, kids' movies. I will say right now, I know the critics are out on it, if you're not a kid and don't like kids movie, you probably aren't going to like it. It's not an Oscar winner. It's exactly what you expect from a movie starring LeBron James and Bugs Bunny. That being said, I'm very simple-minded and I fucking loved it. So, but people did not like that opinion. Let me find it. I actually had a few replies that were not happy with me. Okay. Let's see. I, said, I feel like people hate LeBron and I'm like, piss off. Yeah, I'm like, I really, again, I don't follow basketball that much, but I'm like, I know Boston, we don't like LeBron here. Like, it was a good fucking movie, okay? Hell yeah, we love to see that. Double fisting. I am. Okay, so. (laughs) I tweeted in all capital letters. This this is how strong I felt about it. I saw Space Jam 2. It was great. I got 12 replies. My favorite one. No. P. 
period. You only watch that if you have children, period. Complete trash. Okay. I actually responded, I said, what do you mean no? This is my opinion. You're saying it like I said, like a hardcore fact. And he's just, no, wrong. If anyone (laughs) is entitled to enjoy Space Jam, it's our generation because we are the ones who enjoyed the Jordan one, the first go around. So fuck off. Like I literally, when this came out, I almost tweeted, if you are a parent of a child thinking about going to Space Jam, sit down and shut the fuck up for the first few days so the people who can rightfully enjoy it can because that's our generation. Um, No, that's one of my favorite movies. We're like our age group are the people who like actually remember and have that childhood switch from it being Jordan to LeBron and yeah. nobody else can say that. So anyone with that opinion can absolutely fuck off. Oh no, I got let's see. This there's some other ones. I heard LeBron's acting sucked. No shit. He's on basketball player. Someone else. I heard it sucked. You really must see the good in a lot of things because Space Jam 1 is better than Space Jam 2. It's one long promo for Warner Brothers. There were a lot of people talking. Did you think it was good or no? Because most people say no. Like, (laughs) I literally just told you my opinion. I'm sorry if you didn't feel the same or whatnot, but I can promise you it's all right that I liked it. That isn't Stone Cold. I'm not on Rotten Tomatoes rating it. Don't worry. My opinion doesn't really mean anything. Even so, like, Disney movies are, like, still the best movies to come out. And, like, I still go... S- I saw Toy Story 2 at midnight in theaters. <laughs> Fuck off. No, some people just like being miserable. And yeah, I'm like, like you, knew you, you knew you weren't going to like that movie. Because it's not for you. You're, like, 50. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you have to tell like what it. it is. People are so I annoying. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well... Yours is a lot more innocent than mine. Who is shocked? Not me. <laughs> I don't think anyone, because Sarah's Twitter and like social media is like so rainbow and flowers and child movies. And mine's like, I think Republicans are boot men and Democrats are ass men. <laughs> there are different ends of the spectrum. Like, this is fine. <laughs> um, my- it's balance. <laughs> we are the yin and yang of podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite thing this week, um, very on brand of me, I tweeted the word pork makes me uncomfortable <laughs> because it I does. I disagree. I didn't. Even I don't disagree. I didn't even mean it how it sounded. I was just like the word, like because my friend was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna order a pork sandwich," and I was like, <laughs> "Like I hate that," and I so I just tweeted. <laughs> Like the word pork makes me uncomfortable. And the amount of replies I got about literally someone goes, but I want to pork you. And like all of those types of responses that I got are my like anti-tweet of the week because grow the fuck up. You gave them the layup. They saw the word pork, they're like, here I go. I didn't even mean it like here that. Here we go. I didn't even think I was like, okay, the second I sent it, I was like, hmm. And then people started, like, writing in the DMs and sending me shit. And I was like, I literally only said this because my roommate said she wanted a pork sandwich. And that word just really gives me the ick. Like, it's a weird word. word. It's an icky word. I also don't like the food. So, icky. No. Yeah, it's just, 
that and the word spatula really just do me in. Oh, I kind of like the word spatula. It's kind of fun. Spatula. 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 Yeah, I just, those words, like, I'm like, okay, do you know when you're about to throw up and, like, your tongue goes to the back of your mouth and, like, you, like, start to salivate in, like, a bad way? That's how I feel saying those words. I can kind of see that, actually, but I still just like saying spatula. Pork. Spatula. (laughs) No, I hate that word. Don't. That word's banned. That word's banned from this podcast. If any guy was ever like, yeah, I want to pork you, I'd be like, you can go the fuck home. (laughs) Please turn around. Your name's probably Don't even Chaz. try again. <laughs> it probably was Chaz. He probably is a fucking burner. I was like, I want to pork you. Can we make a burner for satin salts called porking Chaz or Chaz's burner? <laughs> Anyone who pisses us off on Twitter from now on is really like, yeah, he must be a Chaz. Say, <laughs> so let's just retweet all our mean replies. I'm literally going to make us a burner called porking Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Excuse me. (laughs) This is so funny. (laughs) I'm literally gonna do that when we hang up this call. I'm watching. Send me the login information immediately. Same password. Uh, Same password is I was like, I already know what the password is. Oh my god. I'm yeah, if that's taken, I'm just gonna do as many Z's as it takes. Chaz. Okay. All right, all right, all right. I don't know how much longer we have on our Zoom call, so I really want to get into the most important topic that will ever be discussed on this podcast. Fucking Bronx Kitty. Obsessed. Obsessed. Obsessed is an understatement. I can't care. Over under, how many fucking text messages did I send you obsessing over Bronx Kitty? I would say well over, I'm going to go 13. Yeah, okay, so I was just in a span of like an hour. I was sitting here when it happened on the couch, and I was totally tober. Um, and my roommate, like every 10 minutes for over an hour, I was just cracking up, like hyena cackling, laughing, like ugly laughing. (laughs) And every 10 minutes, my roommate would look at me and she was like, You're still looking at fucking that cat, aren't you? And I'm like, Yes, I'd like turn my phone around and I'd be like, This new picture came out or this new video came out or like it dodged eight million dudes and I would just be like fucking Bronx kitty well my friend Maggie shout out Maggie she's not a big baseball person but she remembers because there was that same cat not the same cat but same thing happened what was like maybe a month ago a cat came onto the field I forget where it was yeah and she texts she goes is this like a common occurrence (laughs) she was like I saw your tweets about the cat on the field I was like didn't that just happen? I was like, where'd that happen more than once? <laughs> I had a nickel for a time. Yes. Bronx Kitty is an icon. The most iconic cat on the field ever. And I Pink had shit. like... Or queen I, shit. I saw the opportunity to shittily Photoshop Bronx Kitty onto our jerseys. And I was just like, I have to. I have to. This isn't even like a thought. Yeah. <laughs> I, we are a, our fucking Twitter banner is Bronx Kitty, and it, it will it stay that way until anything ever makes me that happy ever again. Unlikely. Very unlikely. unlikely. Should we get like Bronx <laughs> Kitty T-shirts made? Yes. I'm like kind of serious. 
Oh, I'm so serious. <laughs> All right. So um, Satin Seltzer's podcast mascot is Bronx Kitty. We stand Bronx Kitty. Where can we adopt this cat and name it David Ortiz? <laughs> that would kill people since it was at the freaking Bronx. That's exactly why I feel the way that I feel. <laughs> that it has to be named David Ortiz. Or we could just call it Poppy. I like Poppy. Because she could be a girl. We don't know. Poppy is gender neutral, I feel. Yeah. Because it could be Poppy, like... Gender neutral, if need be. (laughs) If you want it to be, yeah. Yeah, fuck it. I could have a girl named David. We ball. (laughs) Fuck it, we ball. Fuck it, we ball. I think that that's... (gasps) Yep, that's it. Just fuck it, we ball. That's it. Yep, I'm down. Down for that. So this is the Bronx Kitty Stan podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you are still here, Sarah, do you have any closing remarks? Everyone go see Space Jam 2. I think it should win an Oscar. That's my closing remark. There you go. Thoughts from Sarah. (laughs) Um, My name is Kendra Middleton. You can follow me on Instagram at Kendra Middleton and on Twitter at Kenny with an I Middleton. Sarah, where can the people find you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at SKG underscore 18. And we will Woo-hoo. see you all next Saturday. Keep on sipping, y'all. Check the time and then the vibes move. Peanut butter curves with jelly above the thigh. Tell them no free sample if they ever want to try. Gotta buy the whole damn pie. If you ever want to slice, that's the truth. Only tell the truth. What the hell you do? You got that juice. Fresh squeeze too cute. I can tell you new and it ain't just you. Girl, it ain't just you. It's your whole damn crew. Got the haters on mute. Cause they love that view. Keep looking at you. Ain't nothing new. This is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys, but Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Cause this is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys, but Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays and Celsius. <laughs> With your hosts, Kendra and Sarah. Uh, y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go.